Did you uh, did you fiddle with the make sure that these are both where they were supposed to be? Yeah, I fiddled. You fiddled? Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Because I know we changed. What was it? Mine was like a what's that? What's that measurement that I'm even thinking of, bro? It's been too long since we gain? recorded. The gain. Yeah. Yeah, I changed yeah. the gain for your loud ass voice. Yup. I'm not even gonna sing a song today because I'm not in the mood, dude. You're not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. First of all, it's been uh, it's been a while since we sat at this table. Yeah, it's and, been like and two weeks podcasting. probably. Mm-hmm. So we're a little bit behind schedule on podcasts. Luckily, we haven't released any yet. Yeah, so, so no one this is no one's gonna be the wiser. No at one's all. even gonna know. I shouldn't have even said that. This is our personal schedule that we're just a little bit behind on. But but we've had a we've had an interesting, I don't know, ten days I think in both of our lives. So. I think this whole last week was kind of a, a bit of a wash, you know? Yeah. For sure. If there is a God, I don't think he even loves me, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Why is that? Just, you know, I try my hardest and just get <laughs> fucked yeah, every man. time. Yeah. You, you hate know? to see it, dude. Someone like you who does, you literally make all the right moves. Like, you, it, like you, there's nothing that you do with malice or any sort of like hate towards anyone. You're just kind of a good person that stays getting shitted on. I'm just trying to do the right thing. You know what you are? You're like you're like when you when you rock the flyest outfit you have, fresh kicks and you just leave the house and a bird shits on you. Yeah. That's what, like what your week was. Or like a car comes by <laughs> and just, <laughs> just splashes you. Just splash. They go out of their way to hit a pothole full of water to splash you like, yo, fuck this kid. I thought that, you know, it's it's been in question whether or not this podcast is going to ruin our friendship uh-huh. because we can't really talk to each other during the week. I know, man. It sucks because if, if we talk to each other over the phone or on PlayStation, like we just, we spit so much fire yeah. that it, like we have to reserve it for the podcast. It's like we have to just be radio silence for a week. Sometimes, bro, when I get in here, I want to just be like, don't even say shit until we record that. I don't even want to say hi to your ass yeah. until I come in here. <laughs> So, I guess we have a lot to talk about. You were on vacation, living your best life. Yeah, don't touch my coaster though. My yeah, coaster's I, the thing your is, coaster's It's there. my house though. Yeah, and you, if I want to touch the coaster, hey, I will. I bought these. These are my coaster. You didn't buy these. these <laughs> I did not buy them. <laughs> these were free. I stole you them. Stole these. <laughs> <laughs> They're not stolen. Okay. So for those who don't know, let me let me put Home Depot. On, let me put some people on game real quick, and we'll get into the, everything else. You can go to Home Depot and you can get uh, little four by floor, four uh, floor samples of like, you know, tiles and, and I don't know, laminate, whatever. I don't even know what these are. Some st- synthetic shit. But they cut them into squares for you and you can take as many as you want. The scenario you just described with these coasters. Yeah. In yeah. quotations. Uh-huh. Um, you're like one of those people who goes into... Cold Stone Creamery samples mm. all of the ice creams and leaves. <laughs> and dips the fuck out. <laughs> I used to work at Five hey, Guys. Can I get some water, too? Like, get, get yeah. the water to go? <laughs> I used to work at Five Guys, and kids would come in and just eat the free peanuts and leave. <laughs> it's like, that's not what they're here for. Damn. That's like, you you need sustenance, you know? Man, you know who needed some fucking sustenance? Okay, so I just got back from Austin um uh well actually now about a week ago i've been home for a week i've like reacclimated back to the back to the crib but uh saw a lot of homeless people that really could have used some of those peanuts right you know dude i saw three homeless people fight each other i don't even think it was like tell me tell me about this fight because (laughs) you texted me about it (laughs) 
That was like day you said one. That no, bro. no critical hits were landed. <laughs> no, no. Bro, it was the most malnourished fight I've ever seen in my whole ass life. And I think even they were confused as to, like, who the enemy was. I don't know exactly what happened. You keep in mind, too, this is, like, a block away. I see it happening, and everyone's just going about their day while these three men are just fighting on a sidewalk and kind of in the street in cars and traffic and shit. And I'm just a tourist in this town looking like, is this normal? But, yeah, it was it was the slowest fight that I've ever, ooh, it like like really slow light hits, you know, like like I just I knew that they lacked calories. There's no nutrients. <laughs> no nutrients. Those punches. Yeah, they needed some peanuts, like uh like your boys at Five Guys. Yeah. Wild. That was day one. That was day one, like hour one, walking around downtown Austin. I was like, yo, there's just three homeless men fighting. Is Slinky this how life is? Slinky was concerned for you because you called her while you were, whilst very drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had thrown up the the day before that morning, maybe like yep. five pounds of oatmeal. You said. Yeah. Well, it was it was like a <clears throat> it was like brisket. It was like a nice brisket barbecue sandwich that I had that going in was fire. And honestly, as it was coming out, wasn't so bad either. You know, it kind of just triggered all the same flavors. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, talk, belittle or talk down to you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> that lifestyle where you drink so much. That it's unenjoyable. <laughs> You're just like vomiting. Okay. And then, but the, the thing, it's not just mm-hmm. that though. It's that yeah. you do it over and over again. Yeah. Well, I don't vomit a lot. That, that was like, that was like, I went so hard night one. And if you remember too, so you picked me up and that was like a, it was like an earlier start to the day. I didn't sleep. Remember that? So like, I didn't really sleep. I kind of laid down for an hour and a half or whatever. And then I was just so like, kind of had like nervous energy about the trip because it all hinged on me getting to that first flight on time. And then everything else was going to go from there. But so lack of sleep, wasn't really eating. I started drinking in Atlanta that day, day one, you know, it was like noon and I was having a, a nice vodka, nice vodka and seltzer and a, and a salad with some grilled chicken. I was like, I'm about to fuck myself up for a few days, so I might as well get some some greens in my system, right? Yeah. Um, but what I did my first night there, which is what I'm not going to do when I get to Nashville now that I've learned my lesson, is don't burn yourself out the first night you're there you're you're there for more time you don't have to hit every single bar that you see you know and that's kind of what i did i drank everything in sight within reason my first night i actually went back home at like i don't know 10 i, I pretty much got like a nice sampler platter you're really Austin. just pleading your case right now you're making it seem so you're really articulating it really well as to why someone would do something like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So basically all of that led to vomiting the next day at like one. And it was one of those like, oh, my God. I was walking around for hours. For hours. I had breakfast. I was walking around. I had some coffee. And yeah, sometime around like noon or one in the afternoon, I was like, I feel like shit and a headache is oh, starting to Oh, this happened later up. in the day. Yeah, this wasn't like in the morning. Okay. Yeah, this wasn't like in the morning. This was like I Man, had just, I had half a day already. It just like caught up to you all of a sudden. Yeah, it was like, yo, bro, tap, tap, tap system, on the shoulder. System malfunction. Yeah, it was like you thought you got away with it? Nah, you got to pay the fucking piper, homie. You got to pay the toll if you want to enjoy this next night. Um, and it really sucked because that brisket sandwich was fucking good as hell. 
And then I, my stomach was as empty as those fucking hobos after that. So I had to go get more food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I called Slinky. Slinky was concerned that you were on a balcony and that you were going to fall to your Yeah, she explained that to me the other day, and I was like, I don't know what in the description made you feel like I was elevated somewhere high or something, but that totally wasn't the case at all. So I'm in Austin. It's my last night. I'm just like two blocks away from my hotel. There's like this uh, neighborhood that's very close to my hotel that that, uh, uh, Nick actually suggested to me, and um, it it was great. It was so many cool, so many cool bars, but I'm there. And uh, I'm walking back. I don't really know. It was probably like 2.30 in the morning or maybe it was like 1.30. My phone really dictated what I was doing. You know, if my battery life was getting below 20%, it was time to go back to the crib, charge up a little bit because I don't want to be in a new city without my phone or with not being able to like Uber or something, you know. So, uh, yeah, I called you and I think you were at work. So I called. Slinky, I'll beep that out. Uh, I called Slinky, and Slinky and I were on the phone. My last night in Austin, Slinky and I were on the phone for like an hour and a half, bro. She texted me, and she was like, I really want to get off the phone because I have to pee so bad. <laughs> and she said that you... She could have just pissed on the phone. She said that you kept her on the phone. And, Did I? And then she let you know that she had to pee. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, yeah, I just wanted to see how long you would uh, stay on the phone with me. <laughs> yeah, towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't even like it was like a pestering thing. At a point, it became just a conversation about like her career and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking seriously about like everything for an hour and a half. And in such slinky <laughs> fashion at the end of it, she was like, well, Juan, uh, I think I need to go now because... I don't really have any more to talk about or something like that. And I was like, yep, yeah, it's about that time. We're at an hour and a half, and I have a flight to catch tomorrow, so we should probably call it here. How was Houston? <laughs> okay, so I was actually staying north of Houston with my friend. They're, they're like, I guess, small town or suburb or whatever is like a ways north of Houston. Uh, and we actually didn't, like, go in Houston at all. So where I where I ramped up hard at, like, stage level 10 whatever for two days two and a half days whatever in austin i dialed it all the way back to like a three you know just regular home life it was actually kind of a nice transition uh his wife pointed it out she was like yeah so you get to kind of be like in a home in a bed regular and then when you get home later she was like hey Behave yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you're hey, in, this, uh, in this home. Uh, your friend, he's matured a lot, so don't fuck that up. <laughs> yeah, it was a great time, though, man. I had I had so much fun. Um, when are you going to Nashville? Uh, at the end of May. So, yeah. So, it inspired. I'm like, dude. What days are you going? I'm going Sunday through Wednesday. Damn, I fuck around and come with. Dude, fuck around and come with. Okay, here's the deal, though. I I only booked my flight, like, I don't know, a week ago. Oh, me and Slinky would drive. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's like an eight-hour drive. Oh, yeah. And I could always just... Uh, Come back with us. Refund it or, or credit or whatever. No, I mean, like, I'm straight up going with Oh, y'all. road trip. Yeah, dude. Dude, I'm serious. Beans I, and I, rice road trip. Slinky, Slinky and I kind of want to go. Oh, shit. We didn't even do an intro again. Oh, <laughs> we didn't even do whoa, an intro. <laughs> dude. See, but it's been so long that like... Yeah, we had to just get it all out. Well, anyway, welcome to Beans, Rice, and Everything Nice, everybody. The podcast where two average guys, like two average sides, come together and make everything better. I'm my your host. Juan. Oh, okay, okay. I'm I was, your host, I was going to start with my name first this time. It's fine, whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, I did it already, so. Uh, and I'm also your host, Juan Garza. What's up? Okay, so back into the, what were we just talking about? I don't oh, know, Nashville. but I, I do want to bring up that when you are very drunk, mm-hmm. you do not slur your words. Yeah. You're very coherent. Uh-huh. Um, I can always tell when you're very drunk, but it's, it's <laughs> okay. like you're not one of these these sloppy, you know, falling over type guys. My buddy always tells me I hit a cliff. He's like, you're you're good. You're level, you're level, you're level. And then all of a sudden it all kicks in. There's a danger to that, bro, because you don't know. It's like the same reason we feel pain, you know, like you feel pain. So you are aware that you're hurt. And then you can react and act accordingly. If you're bleeding, you know, like you feel that. If you don't feel how drunk you are until like suddenly, you don't know that you should have stopped a fucking hour ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh, yeah, do another shot. When you get up and fall into a trash can, you're like, "Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're just like, oh, shit. I'm maximum faded right now and I can't undo this. This is just who I am until tomorrow. Uh, Nashville. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, you should. And since I quit my job, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, probably could go. And those those days actually work for all of us, I think, because Slinky doesn't operate on those days for the most part, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So even if it was just one day or whatever, or if you guys go for, you don't have to be there for four days. Maybe you guys, we all drive together and you guys dip off earlier and I, and I fly back home or some shit. I don't really Maybe know. Maybe use some of these Biden bucks. Oh, yeah, dude. Some of these bite. I'm on a Biden ball right now mm-hmm. in Nashville, man. That'll be sweet. Uh, anyway, what I was saying, though, is that uh, so I, I booked it just a week ago and flights were not that expensive. And I looked at them today and they've doubled because I, I got an alert on my shit. That's like, hey, that premium flight that you got, that's like a three hour flight, real quick stop in Atlanta. That one that you selected that you chose on this date. We're going to fuck all that up. And actually, now you're going to be in Detroit for two hours, and then you're going to Nashville. So I was really pissed Ugh, off about that. Detroit? <laughs> well, I'm sure it's cool, but like, it's not even where I'm going. It's it's like I I purposely went on that day at that time. I could have gone the week earlier or a week later, but that time I, I was flying out of uh, Milwaukee with Delta uh, at a great time. My flight was also at 9 a.m. on a Sunday in Nashville by 1. Like, that's dope as fuck. Now it's, oh, your flight's 7 a.m. on a Sunday. And you're going to be in Detroit for like two fucking hours. And then you're going to go to Nashville. You'll still get to Nashville by 1, but we're going to fuck everything else up for you. It's going to be six hours, dude. If we just drove, we'd be there in eight hours. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have to, you know. I mean, yeah, I guess you could stop at like 8 Mile and say... Yo to my boy Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find Mackay Pfeiffer. He's probably still fucking around in in, in eight mile. Would you like what you you just got a fresh whip though? Would you want to put all those miles on your whip? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it, dude. If you guys are down, I'll I'll get my shit refunded. I've always bro. wanted to go on a road trip. Yeah. This is cool. It's like a beans and rice road trip, man. Yeah. We could featuring re- Slinky record mobily. Yeah. 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 We can bring the mics and and then we don't have to worry about luggage. Like that was the other thing too. I was I was like limited to um, what I, I wanted to bring the mic and my computer and just have like an Austin recording like like a remote thing like maybe I could send back a correspondence to you like like I'm the scout you know like like the tribe is back at the crib and yeah. I'm just like the scout like looking forward seeing like what this area is like and then relaying it all back to you man uh, but yeah dude I'm for real you guys you guys should come with 
It'll be awesome. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We're talking about going on a little vacation before I go to school. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 ooh. What, uh, where are you looking to, to attend? I'm trying to be a barber, son. Yeah. I'm looking at um, Aveda and Paul Mitchell right now. So, I thought you were going to say, well, like, one of the technical schools near here. You're, you're trying to go straight up to, like, yeah, I Aveda, had, huh? Yeah, I had thought about it, but then Slinky was like, you should go to a better school. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to be, <laughs> Not like, that there's anything real? wrong with going to, like, a technical sure. thing, but it's kind of in cool, her though. opinion, she <laughs> believes that those schools teach you a little bit more and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so. Yeah. If you're going to, like, go balls deep into this, you might as well start off right if you can you know mm-hmm. what i mean like if you can go to an institute like that over a certain other one like yeah why fucking not you know you might as well start off learning as much as you can in the shortest amount of time too how long do you think it's going to take before you're like official before how long is it going to take before i can trust your ass cutting my hair well it takes 10 months the program okay before you like graduate and you have to get your your license and whatnot mm-hmm. um I don't know though, bro. I don't know. I I, I think I'm gonna probably go to work with Slinky a lot and mm-hmm. observe, and I'm just gonna throw myself in because everything that I've been doing <laughs> has not been working. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So yeah. you've also you haven't done something that actually involves some sort of artistry or craftsmanship in a while. That like being the band and all that kind of stuff, and we've kind of just gone into these regular ass lives. So, but you thrive in that. And that's, I was, I was telling Slinky the other day, I was like, that would be awesome for him. I know that you would, you would like doing that. You would take real pride in it, um, in sort of making and crafting someone's look for their day. You get like that charge up of someone leaves your, your seat and they just, they feel better about themselves and all that. Like all that good energy, man, you can yeah. really do for some of that. Cause you're like dead inside right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've been, de- been dead inside. <laughs> I I was, I asked her the other day, I was like, do you think I'm too old to be a barber? She's like, no. And I was watching an interview with this, uh, this master barber on YouTube named Mahesh something or other, but he's an old dude. But mm-hmm. he looks dope. He's got a bald head, this big old beard, and tattoos yeah. all over his body. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And he's like an older man, but like, he's cool. Yeah. He's cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't hey, know. I'm about, to send, I'm about to send him a follow real quick. And this I listened to an interview awesome. with him, and he wanted to go to art school and stuff like that, but he ended up taking this route instead. It seems like the route that a lot of failed artists go. Oh. In other... In <laughs> o- <laughs> okay. <laughs> no disrespect yeah i mean it's it's the it's the route you're going down so right. it's like you can't you can't like disrespect the road you're oh yeah on. exactly yeah <laughs> so a lot has led me here though you know mm. the whole covid thing i was serving and bartending yeah and then that put me out mm-hmm. you know and then i thought to myself i should get a job with benefits and you know, all that 401k yeah. profit share. Right. I'm going to get up in there. Yeah. So a then, real big boy ass job. So then I got hired at bleep this out. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. It. yeah. And, you know, it was a warehouse job. I was riding around on a pallet jack, picking boxes. I injured myself, mm-hmm. you know, made the mistake of reporting it. <laughs> yeah. You got, keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> got drug tested, which I was expecting. Little did I know that the CBD that I was using 
to cope with the pain mm-hmm. would show up as THC yep. in my test. Yeah. Got fired. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. They threw you the deuces so fast. So then I was like, maybe I should go to another warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I got hired at Bleep This Out. Yep. Um, pretty much the same concept, uh, except I, I did a lot of running cardio yeah. around this conveyor belt. And then I would pick boxes and throw them on the conveyor belt. Right. And I would hop over the conveyor belt, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Ended up blowing out my knees. Yeah. I have bursitis in both my knees, which is... There's bursa in a lot of your joints, which are these little fluid-filled sacs that provide, like, lubrication. And Mm -hmm. you don't have pain when you bend your joints because of these things. Sure. Mine are inflamed. Okay. Um, So there's that. Uh, And my supervisor was just being super um, passive-aggressive. And was just really annoyed that I was injured. That you were injured? Yeah. Like, he didn't even want to hear it. Yeah, not really. And I called in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he calls me back and he's like, why don't you just come in? You'll fill out an injury report. Uh, maybe if you can stand, you can, like, do boxes, like, put boxes together. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, okay. I was there for 11 fucking hours, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the day. Um, uh, I think we were going to record that day and you're like, yo, I think I'm about to call in and then we'll, you know, we'll go from there. And then I didn't get really anything back. And I was like, oh yeah, we'll probably do this. And then when you told me that they're like, they're making me fucking go. And I was like, wow, they don't give a fuck about you. You're he, telling, you're telling he also them that, had like, to make sure work. that I knew how much work that he was doing. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I was out. Mm. And, and at these types of jobs, they don't give a fuck about you. When you get injured like this, you're a liability at this point. Yeah. And now, since I was on the edge of breaking, mm-hmm. they're going to do everything that they can to push me as far you know. Push you out. Make you or break me. Yeah. 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 yeah you're like limping around and not, you're not you're not producing the way no. that they need you to produce. So it's time to fucking sharpen the axe on you. And they it, broke me. I quit. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And if they didn't. They were going to fire you. It's one or the other was happening, but also I went to the workman's comp doctor. And of course mm. the doctor's like, Oh, well uh, insurance usually doesn't cover things like bursitis. Cause they'll, they, they try to work around things like that. Cause you can't really prove that you did that on the job or some uh, shit like that. I was yeah. like, okay, this is what this is. This is what I'm just prone to injury. And the thing is you had the perfect analogy. I was about to be the Derek Rose of this warehouse. Oh, bro, you were about to de-Rose. Because yeah. when I got off training, I got out, like, I did my job faster than the veterans. Mm-hmm. I didn't throw any errors on the conveyor belt. Yeah. I was killing it. Yeah, crushing it. They're like, we got him. We got the goat right now. The goat in the making. And the knees just blown the fuck out. And, 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 when, and when the coach sends the player back into the game too early. Yeah. You know, you can fuck up a career that way. Dude, i.e. the dare you dare. I had the shoe deals. Yeah. I had the video game deals. You're about to feature you're about to be on the cover of like NBA Live kind of shit. Yeah. And then you just you blew out your fucking knee and then they try to put you they you blew it out in like second quarter and they tried to put you back in fourth quarter and it's like, nah, dude, it's still as injured as it was. 15 minutes ago if you can believe that and their idea of like light duty is me just like standing on my feet for 10 hours yeah. on concrete mm-hmm. it's just not working it's right. not working for me no soft padded nothing no yeah nah, yeah nothing. dude fuck all that some people dude man they're just not made for certain things and i think you and i are not really like warehouse guys 
you know, we're not like burly dudes that can like do shit like that all the time. I mean, you can't. I probably could because my knees are the shit, you know. Well, I, just, I run and stuff. Right. And, I run. Know. I run too sometimes. Yeah. I, I used to like squat and deadlift and stuff. Like my tendons are are dope as fuck. Like, sure. Yeah. I, I, if I, you know what? I should just tag in for you one day. They'll be like, hey, you're about the same size as him. Just Dude, fucking go in. I should in. send you in. <laughs> And with, hey, with I'm your badge and shit. <laughs> like we don't know who the fuck you are, man. Uh, so speaking of basketball and not being right for it, it's like just like I knew that when I got to high school, I used to love playing basketball. I loved it. It was so much fun. I was a very defensive player um, because, as you can imagine, yeah, I was like I'm short now. I was even shorter then, and uh, you know, some kids were taller. They had great shots. They played for a while. I, like I wasn't really good offensively, but I would. Uh, get steals and fast breaks a lot like I would just fuck the team's offensive plan up all the time and I loved it that's like where I shined was like being a defensive player but you're too little and I was too little I'm not meant to play basketball you know I loved it it was something I I could do for a while just like you could work at that warehouse for a bit but ultimately Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that about you I didn't know you were into basketball like that oh yeah I loved basketball man you were surprised that I knew who Derrick Rose was I was very surprised you don't you don't strike me as the type like, that would know yeah. like a Derrick Rose reference, you know, like like and especially because that happened like years ago. That was years ago now, so you know it's not really. I don't really know if it's like addressed. I liked basketball a lot. Mm-hmm. I used to, but I only watched during like the playoffs and finals. Oh yeah, there's too many games. And once the Spurs were out, I was usually like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. There was yeah. I liked OKC. I liked the Spurs. Um, who else did I like? Uh, is there a team that's like wolves? Oh, the Timberwolves? Where are they from? Timberwolves. I don't even know if that's a team anymore, honestly. It may be one of those teams that like got absorbed and moved to a different city. And now it's like a, uh, I don't know what it would be. I I, I don't know what I remember. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I remember a dude named, I think his name was Steve Nash. Dude was greasy as hell. Steve Nash. And nobody wanted to defend him because he was just like so greasy and probably smelled bad. Wait, greasy? That was like a thing? Like Dude, I don't think like they I oiled think his he, ass th- like a pig? I think his <laughs> I think his defense was that he wouldn't shower. Oh wow. That is gross as fuck. That is On gross. a professional level, you're like, I'm just gonna be the stinky guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so petty. <laughs> just straight smell like ball sack all the time. Yeah. I'm not defending that guy. <laughs> what I will say though about these warehouse jobs is that it's been pretty eye opening. Yeah. And it's been a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And also I have learned to take better care of myself because yeah. I'm doing these jobs. I have to eat better. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, you know, I'm going to carry that, carry that on. And I'm probably start working out more. Cause I don't want to lose this. You know, I look like a God right now. Yeah, dude. If anything, yeah, you may have a busted knee, but your trim is fuck right now, dude. Yeah. Dude, keep flexing, bro. Yeah. Uh, look at that. Oh, yeah. You could use a little more meat in those arms, but the point is you lost, like, unnecessary weight. Now you're back to, like, just walking around Marco weight, you know? You're back to wearing, like, emo jeans and shit, like your dad's pissed at you about your report card kind of jeans. You know what I mean? Like, hot topic looking ass. Yeah. You're back to that size, which is cool. I'm happy for you. Yeah, you got a busted knee, but you got a nice ass in those jeans. Hell yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. My ass does look nice now. You're blessed. Bless up. Mm -hmm. Bless up. Where are we at, dude? We're like half an hour. Oh, half an hour. 
Dude. Why, you running out of steam, bro? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm doing a time check. I'm busy today, dude. You don't want to talk to your boy anymore? I want to sit here and talk all day, but I got this fucking work meeting I got to go to, which is going to be fine, but it's like having a meeting like immediately on a Sunday after you had like the whole weekend and like a couple days of last week going into it. It's like, can we just fucking do this like Monday? But I guess if it were Monday, I would be mad that it's closer in my days off you know what i mean so i was like yeah it's fucking let's just bang this out real quick um it means i mean i'm getting back into the server game myself you are so you are you better start fucking working on that out. knee bro you gotta you gotta oh, oh watch out what do you yeah. mean like well i'm i'm one of the best in the game yeah i'm definitely i'm You're definitely the goat in i'm <laughs> definitely a d rose in serving for sure <laughs> don't say that you're gonna bust your knee in serving now you gotta be like I'm, a blow- I'm, a, I'm the little LeBron, LeBron James of serving. I'm going to blow out my ACL bringing eggs to a table. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're going to be <laughs> day one. Day one, you're going to be like, yo, check me out. I'm back. I'm back, baby. You're going to get a little confident, maybe walk with a little too much pep in your step. Too much just swagger. straight bust your ankle. No, no, no. You know what's going to happen? It's like a breakfast place, right? It's like mm. a family place. A little fucking toddler is going to just, like, jut out into, like, the, the service lane, and you're going to trip over that fucker, and you're going to bust your shit so hard. Day one. I'm, just be careful, man. Check your surroundings. That's why I hate kids, man. Yeah. They're always just running around. Always just running around being just not knowing shit. Like, think, get yeah, it together. Dumb as hell. Dude. Dumb as hell. I think my plan is I'm going to take the rest of the week you know just take it easy just mm-hmm. like sit on the couch let my knees <laughs> let my knees heal up you know yeah yeah and then dude <laughs> next week i'm gonna hit it hard you know it sounds like so, it sounds so bad when you say it like kind of like that yeah i'm just like not gonna straight up do shit for a whole <laughs> week i'm, just I'm gonna, not i have yeah. this next paycheck coming yeah and then I'm yeah. gonna hit it hard next week. Yeah, bro. And and you got some uh you got some some liquid, man. Some Biden bucks injected into the account, bro. You're you're good. You're straight. Yeah. You can you can have a little Marco time is gonna be nice too, you know? I I mean, it's my perspective is that my parents are moving to Texas to oh. take care of my grandmother who's yeah. like dying basically. Mm-hmm. And now my dad doesn't have insurance, my mom doesn't have insurance, and they're just like going. Mm-hmm. to do this thing so i mean i guess it could be worse always yeah yeah that really does put it into perspective when you're like oh my knee hurts a little bit but i have a secure job yeah. and and you have the like having the ability to even have a week off dude that's a blessing that's a blessing that a lot of people yeah. don't have you know what i mean like to have no income for a week my grandma that's huge uh is in the hospital again Cause she was having like labored breathing and stuff like that. So I think she's going to be on hospice, which mm-hmm. doesn't mean, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's about to die like right now, but hospice is just like an end of life thing. It's like a transition. That would allow my mom to have more help in taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Someone would come to the house and, you know, help my mom out. Yeah. Um, apparently my grandma's just been straight diarying like nine oh. times a day and my mom's just changing her oh, and damn, dude. she had to explain to my grandpa that every time she goes into the hospital um they ask like do you want us to do everything that we can to bring her back it's, that's always a question that they ask if someone's you know oh wow dying or okay. something yeah, yeah which you know that could mean like opening someone's chest and like pumping their heart by hand i don't know something like that yeah like extreme it's shit extreme but like you know cpr and it's stuff like we on got some a, mortal combat <laughs> shit <laughs> cpr on an older person you know you could break their ribs and stuff like that yeah it's painful yeah. frail bones yeah. and 
when she comes back out of those things, she's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. She's starting to lose more and more of herself every time. Every that, time they go, you know, they now. take measures like that. So mm-hmm. my mom had to explain that to my grandpa, and she, I was, she was talking to me about it, and she was like, you know, if I get to end my life like that, I don't want you guys to like bring me back like that. I was like, mom, I'll straight take you out back, straight put the forty five <laughs> to your dome. <laughs> I'll put the chrome to your forehead. I'll take you out back like, like an old horse. Break your neck. I was like, don't worry, I got you. I'll just I'll just be like, hey mom, just just watch the sunset. You'll she'll say something like, you know, at this point in my life, you really start to appreciate things like the sunset, and you're like, Yeah, mom, it is beautiful, isn't it? Kabow! <laughs> Straight blow her shit off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! That's <laughs> fucked up that we're even talking about it. I hope Straight though. Twelve gauge, son. Oh, a shock! That is bogus. <laughs> like, dude, you don't need to. You don't need to make soup out of it. Like, Jesus Christ! You could have a, a little silencer. I guess I won't do her in the both. dome. I'd straight to the chest or something like that. Yeah, probably. I guess. Well, uh, I do, to the head would be like if, the best. If she wants to be cremated, I think she wants to be cremated. So. Oh, okay. I think I could get a discount if the head was gone. <laughs> It would be, it would be less to welcome, cremate. Welcome to the gallows, baby. Yeah. <laughs> gallows humor. It gets me through. Yeah, dude, it gets us all through. It gets me through the tough times. Bro, I swear to God, I hope my kids just take a fucking shovel to the back of my head when it's my time, man. Like, like you know, or like a rock or some shit. Mm-hmm. There was some culture. I forget what it was. I heard it on uh, like Rogan's podcast or some shit where it's like it's like an honor to take out your elders and like. They for real will like like bash you over the head with a rock without you even knowing it's coming at all, just because it's your time, you know. Do, do you remember in Midsummer that <laughs> ceremony oh my God. where the dude jumps off and he doesn't die? He like breaks his legs. Oh, so they yeah. come with the big hammer and just yeah. straight give it to him, dude. And they don't even move fast. Like that guy is suffering like crazy. You yeah. know his his fucking body's just all every bone in his body is broken. And the dude almost like very slowly and like methodically walks over with like the 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 fucking sacred war hammer thing, and then he just fucking bashes his shit in. That movie is insane. I feel like watching that movie again. It's a it's a beautiful movie. It's such a contrast of like how beautiful it looks to it's how horrifying up. what's actually yeah. happening in the movie, which is awesome. That's just like the mark of a good filmmaker, man. I want to see the director's cut. I haven't seen the uh, like extended version. There's like a director's cut mm-hmm. of it, even longer. That movie's already like three hours long. I don't know. Yeah, it's like two hours and like forty minutes or something. I think. Yeah. Dude, speaking of director's cut, uh, talking about Justice League. Yeah, bro. Is it good? It's fucking awesome. It's everything. Like, okay, my initial statement is when I watched it, I was blown away at at what Justice League could have been this whole time. Mm-hmm. It that cut of the movie Zack Snyder's cut of the movie was like everything it should have been and it's four hours long dude it's four hours long and I didn't see a lot I only watched it the one time because it's like it's a huge commitment four hours and I watched it through I didn't like earlier in the day watch it more later no I watched it straight up through the entire time can I just watch it without watching any of the other movies yeah yeah absolutely because yeah. I of those watched Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. That shit sucks. That movie was not good, no. unfortunately. It did have, I will say this, what, what Dawn of Justice, Batman vs. Superman had was one of the coolest, like, Batman fight scenes. We Like, we didn't get a lot of Batman combat in the actual, like, Christopher Nolan trilogy. 
not in the way that you see in a game like uh, Arkham Asylum, like that. Those like the where you chain fights. You, I like, downloaded chain. that shit again. I'm about to play it. Yeah. While I'm while I'm out of commission. But do you remember what I'm, the scene? Yeah, it's yeah. like a warehouse where Batman just kicks the shit out of like 20 dudes mm. on like a, a single floor in like a warehouse. That fight was like. This whole movie was was worth it because of that one scene. The rest of the movie, hot pile of shit. But that scene, oh my god, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, dude, Dawn of Justice. No, I'm sorry, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. And for those who don't know, the what happened, just so they have some context, Justice League came out a few years ago. Uh, partway through production of Justice League, which Zack Snyder was originally directing, he had to leave production because of an unfortunate tragedy in the family. I believe his daughter passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was actually a nice like uh, tribute to her at the at the end of Justice League, uh, but so I forgot who took it over. Joss, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. So and he's yeah. in some hot water now too. Is it? Because people are saying that he's like a total asshole now. Oh, is is that the stuff with like Ray Fisher, the kid who played yeah, Cyborg? Yeah, he fired Ray Fisher, I think. Okay. Now that whole. That whole track of stuff, that news line, I haven't really followed it. I know that he was, like, coming out and saying all this stuff about Joss Whedon. Uh, but, so basically what happened was Joss Whedon came in, and they Frankensteined some stuff that he shot and Zack Snyder shot, and it was just two different vibes, and that's the Justice League that people have seen from a few years ago. And that movie was not good. It wasn't good. It was it was the culmination of everything. It was almost like the space race uh, with Marvel. Because Marvel was swinging their big-ass dick over here with Avengers, and it was just all working so well. And it's like, they're putting their big unifying movie out. We got to get ours out. I don't care if it doesn't look as good as it could have. Just get it out there. Ride that momentum. Basically, ride Marvel's coattails, I think is what it was. They also rushed it. Yeah. Like, what Marvel did mm-hmm. over, like, 10 years, 10, 12 years DC yeah. Universe tried to do these movies in, like, five. Yeah, yeah. And, and to their... To, to, to like to be fair, Wonder Woman 1, I think, was really good. I think it was awesome, actually. Didn't see it. Um, not interested. I don't care about women superheroes. <laughs> they're not as strong. Yeah, they're just not as strong. That's just <laughs> science, bro. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, not a huge fan. Aquaman was kind of cool. It was, uh, as you would say, it was like just a fun romp of a movie. And Jason I Momoa, I mean, dudes I'd go gay for, he's in the top five for sure. If Jason Momoa wanted to, like, you know... I don't know. If he wanted me to give him a hand job, I wouldn't even if question If he wanted to it. toss your salad, yeah, you'd yeah, be down? I'd be like, well, uh, I guess I've never had that done, but I'll do it for you, Jason, for sure. Um, and then they went into, like, Dawn of Justice and Justice League, and it just it wasn't good. It, it all was rushed, like you said. And Should I so, just not even watch Justice League, the, the first I cut? mean, I actually would recommend it. Watch that, and then then watch the actual one. The actual, like the true cut, because it's all the stuff he shot and then some. It's almost even kind of like a different fucking story, man. Like, it's crazy how much was not in the the initial release back in, like, I don't know, 2017 or whatever that fucking was. Um, you know, four hours in the Snyder Cut, and I didn't see, there wasn't a lot of fat to be trimmed. Like, it's almost, and it, and it was paced very well, like, edited very well, visually stunning. There was just so much cool shit. That was in this new one that wasn't in the other one. They went more in depth with characters where in the uh, initial cut, they were a little like empty. Mm. Um, And then you really got to explore Cyborg. You got to explore the Flash. You got to explore Batman a little bit more. It was just really, really good. Did Um, it feel like four hours? No. 
that's, like, that's where the magic is, Like dude. Fight Club. Mm-hmm. I can watch Fight Club, and that movie's almost three hours, and it doesn't feel like I've been sitting there for three hours. It's one of those movies yeah. that just goes by really fast for yeah. some reason. Mm-hmm. And it just works. But it's good. Yeah. It's, like, super good. Yeah. That's good editing, man. That's just It's just making the the correct decision consistently for four hours. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... That's fucking magical because yeah, dude. At hour two, I was like, "Oh my, like, oh my god!" I just I've only been sitting here in my time for like an hour, so four hours felt like I watched like a two hour, two and a half hour movie. Um, I heard Jared Leto's Joker gets a little bit of a redemption of like not sucking. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a bit of a spoiler alert. So we'll we'll say spoiler alert because mm-hmm. that I didn't know that that was gonna happen. I didn't know he was even gonna be in it. And at, it's like a, it's almost like a post-credit scene a little bit. It's at the end of the movie, but there's there's the final chapter. He kind of Tarantino it a little bit. He breaks it up into chapters, and then there's like the epilogue at the end. It's just like tying everything together. Um, and yeah, dude, Jared Leto's Joker makes a cameo, and I was blown the fuck away. I was like, what? I thought we were trashing all of that. I thought it was gone. Um, but no, they, they kind of brought it all back and, and put really nice like bows on everything. It was, it was well done, man. I've been watching Harley Quinn, which is a, mm-hmm. an animated show. Oh, it's an new. animated show. Okay. Yeah. Kaylee Cook Kuko. Yeah. The yeah. one from Big Bang Theory does the voice of Harley Quinn. Okay. It's really good. Really? It's pretty funny. It's like really violent. Mm-hmm. Um, Harley Quinn basically gets dumped by the Joker. Or she breaks up with him after realizing that he's super abusive. Yeah. And he, like, leaves her in Arkham for a year after he promises to come rescue her. Mm -hmm. And she's just, like, over it. And she's starting her own. She's trying to make a name for herself in Gotham as her own villain. It's good. You should check it out. Did you ever see Birds of Prey? No. The movie? Yeah. No. It's it's awesome, too. That was one. With Ewan McGregor? Yeah, yeah, you and McGregor's mass? in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, so they Is it worth watching? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those movies that it's like it was almost like when Wonder Woman was a standalone and when Man of Steel was a standalone, it's and Aquaman is a standalone. It's like when all these movies are kind of they can they can they can prop up and they can do it on their own. And Harley Quinn, it's it's like some long title, but it's basically the Har- Harley Quinn Birds of Prey and it's her in a uh kind of a bunch of other like females basically kicking ass for two hours plus and it's edited well and it goes into like her and and the jokers like breakup and how now she like it's she starts the movie post breakup and like you know she's she's like depressed depression eating on the couch and then she's like beating the shit out of people buying hyenas and weird stuff like that it's just a really cool movie um i will say this though haven't finished it yet I'm only like halfway through. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what I've seen is great. I was so, very yeah. excited for like DC stuff, movies, but yeah. then just wasn't good for yeah. the most part. Like Suicide Squad, that mm-hmm. when they've dropped that first trailer. Oh yeah. And it was set to uh, that Queen song, fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I was like, this movie's gonna fuck. Yeah, this movie's about to fuck. And then hard. I saw it, and I was like. Mm-hmm. That was the that was probably one of the most notable. But that was catfish. another movie that got fucked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that because, one was a catfishing. Because like, I think the, mm, I think WB saw the trailer and mm-hmm. they wanted the movie to be more like the trailer. Yeah, the movie sucked so bad that I didn't even look into it any further. I was like, this movie is fucking hot shit, man. I can't even. Cause, and but the needle drops, dude. That that music budget in that movie alone must have been insane. Cause 
great music. I will say that. Like there was always every every minute it was like another banger of a song, like a nostalgic song, you know, just like, "Oh shit, dude." I, like I feel this movie isn't great, but I feel good because this song is awesome and it's a song everyone knows kind yeah, of deal. Yeah. So they yeah. trick you. Yep. Into the Spider-Verse has a banger ass soundtrack. Oh, dude. That movie is just like tens across the board. That's one of the best superhero movies ever made. I think so. It's in my top top 5. Oh yeah. Yeah, where would you put it? Okay. I think this is kind of like a maybe it's not a hard question, but I'm just curious. Mm. Spider-Man Two, Toby's Spider-Man Two, is one of my favorite Spider-Man movies ever. Where do you com- how do you compare those two? Which one would be better? You think? I haven't seen Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Two in like so long. Yeah, that I would probably put Into the Spider-Verse above it because mm-hmm. it's fresher sure. in my mind. Yeah, but I remember liking. Spider-Man 2 Spider-Man and 2. the video game that came out mm-hmm. that accompanied it. Yeah. One of the best superhero video games. Dude, all anything that that Spider-Man threw its fucking face on, video games, music, it was all good. Dude, Spider-Man when that came out and and let me just say, let's let's thank X-Men for being the shoehorn that kind of did all this. Some might say like early 90s Batman movies and even the Superman movies in the past, but for the sake of this conversation of relevant stuff, that stuff is a little too far behind. Um, X-Men was like the big, the big, like I'm kicking this door in and we're going to show you what like cool comic book movies can look like. And then shortly after that, you get Spider-Man and it just swept the world. And then Spider-Man two was maybe like two, three years after that. And I loved it even more, dude. Spider-Man two is awesome. Dr. Octopus fucking that movie still holds up i watched it recently it holds up actually yeah Yeah. into the spider-verse is is probably in all categories like better um just because it's animation dude you can do so much crazy shit with animation and like the music and everything it was just great dude batman forever (laughs) wait which one's that because there's like four batman from like the 90s i think it's the one with mr freeze okay poison ivy and bane yeah that was that's that's schwarzenegger uh, yeah, dude, those movies, they really jam-packed a few villains into every movie. The one before that was, what was it, Two-Face and the Riddler with uh, Tommy Lee Jones and I think fucking so. Jim Maybe Carrey. Maybe that one's Batman Forever. Uh, I don't remember, because I, I think one is just Batman, and then it's like, there's one that's Batman Forever, uh, there's one that's Batman and Robin, then there's... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even remember the other one. But those were one all them, different directors. One of the movies even. had bat nipples. Yeah, nipples on the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, like why, a huge deal. What design? What what kind of design choice is that? Why would you mm-hmm. think that's a good idea? Who saw we need that? nipples on the suit? Yeah, it's not real enough. Yeah, that was. I can't believe there was a meeting that that someone like green lit that idea. Like, yeah, nipples, no nipples. Yeah, let's just go nipples. We haven't had nipples on a bat suit yet. Put some fucking nipples on it. That is, is a very odd choice. I don't think nipples belong on super suits. Yeah, it's, it's completely it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even belong on us as real like as like men. We they're make, right. there's no point of them here. I think it's just like uh, before your sex is determined, those are already developed. I think that's why we have them. I read something that men can lactate. I don't know if that's scientifically true. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Oh, dude. Like if a baby really needs milk, a dude can just start lactating. Mm. Maybe for the pod, we uh, have a little bit of an experiment. A competition Where? of who can uh, produce the best tasting milk. Yeah, yeah. Or who can a who can get there first, and then assuming both of us will get to that point, whose tastes better? 
We're going to have to drink like a lot of soy milk, you know, get like a lot of estrogen in our systems, I think. Yeah, I think mine would definitely taste better. Yeah, well, yeah. Your body is more pure yeah. and like clean. Yours would taste like... Mine will be like real salty. Like vodka. Yeah, yeah. Potatoy and salty for some yeah. reason. Like, why does this taste like motor oil? This my, is mine odd. Mine would taste so delicate, just really creamy, kind of yeah. kind of mild. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yours would have like a light sweetness to it for some reason. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. almost like, a, like an almond milk, kind of. Maybe like a cashew milk, like really light, kind of creamy. But not too much that it's like, oh, I can't, I can't stay drinking this because there's so much sugar in it. But just like a little kiss of sweetness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not too sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching cheese making videos lately. <laughs> Word? That's what I'm into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You've had so much time on your hands. You're like, bro, I just watch people shave cheese all day, shave mold off of cheese. There's this one type of cheese in like Italy. It's called like Sitsonas. Oh, okay. <laughs> And it's got a nipple on it. I like how you put a little theater into that. It's its own. It's got a nipple on it. When you cut into it, it's it just like mm-hmm. milks out. Whoa. There's a milk. What? Zitsonas. It means wait, so is it, it literally like a coconut means of big cheese? milky titty in Italian. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I swear to God. Bro, big milk tits. That's what it means. Big old sloppers in yeah. Italian? Are you being for real about I that? I swear, it means big milky titties, dude. Get the fuck and out it's of got here. And it's got a nipple on the top. It's, yeah. it's like a big, like a, like a ring of mo- mozzarella. Like okay. A, it looks like cheese, but it's got a nipple on the top. Mm-hmm. And when you chop into it, all the milk spills out of it. That's, that is so weird. Why does that, how does that function? How is it filled? It, does it just form inside? I don't remember the exact technique, but... Yeah. Boy, was it fascinating. Damn, bro. The Italians are on some other shit when it comes to their cheese. Parmigiano. <laughs> Dude, I want to see some big milky titty cheese. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese and pizza. Let's, let's go to a really nice Italian restaurant one day and ask for the big milky titty cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all got the big milky titty cheese here? Or what's up? I thought this was a fine dining establishment. Y'all don't even got titty, titty, milk cheese, whatever. Diddy cheese. Yeah, some diddy cheese. Dude, I kind of want... Have you ever had uh no 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 I have not I've I've good. looked over the like menu and shit and it's actually not even that far from us like on on Washington right mm-hmm. their menu always looks fire but I I think I always just go with something closer something weird like that always happens but yeah there's there's just like so much more I want to talk about mm-hmm. but I think we're out of time because the things I'm about to talk about it would require too much time. There's you a lot. Think? There's a lot going on in my brain. Okay. Yeah. You can save it for the next one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna save it for the next one. You know what? It, mine will only take a few minutes, but okay. one, there were a few takeaways from like my Austin trip, and actually, I think this is gonna kind of wrap everything up with like your situation and everything going on. Really cool. Talking about uh, Juan's really excellent well. Austin adventure. Yeah, yeah. My Bill and Ted's, but I'm Bill and Ted. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like like the crafty, but also stupid as fuck at the same time. Did you meet any ladies? Oh, no. No, no, no. Unfortunately, I jacked it. Dude, I had the only seed spilling I did was in a toilet in my hotel. I just, bro, I just got too faded. Like, I was talking with somebody at work the other day, or actually, just, yeah, like the other day or whatever. And I was like, there's a point where you're, you're, you're a little tipsy, a little buzzed, and everything is all good. Kind of like how I was telling you, like, I, I ride this wave consistently. And then it all kind of comes together. And then I'm like, I'm fucked up. Like, that's that's how it is. Like, when you're, when, especially when you're out in public and you're by yourself, you, there's like a, almost like a nervous energy. And if I'm drinking all day, by, by like 7 p.m., I probably look 
visibly like shark eyes, glazy, drunk, and you're just that's not attractive to anybody at like 7 p.m. on a fucking Tuesday, you know? Yeah. So, so um, that's kind of why I want to go in Nashville longer, just that way going all the way back to not burning myself out, kind of stretching the experience out a little bit more, a little you more responsible. You don't want to throw up that hot chicken, bro. What's that? You don't want to throw up that Nashville oh, hot yeah, chicken. Oh, yeah, that Nashville hot chicken. Best believe all the food I consume is na- in Nashville is going to is gonna stay right there. I'm going to turn that into titties, you know, and, and back fat. <laughs> and if me and Slinky go with you, we can kind of keep an eye on you. Yeah, sure, you I know. think uh, I will say this, man. I policed myself very well. I know that sounds stupid to say as a 31 year old to be like like someone listening to this is gonna be like oh what you didn't get fucked up and fall into traffic good for you you want us to like applaud you no but considering how i like you know how i do how i roll it thank you how i roll i remember there was there were points where either i was talking to you maybe through text or or uh the queens and i was just like yo i'm uh i'm at 20 percent dude there was a drag show let me just tell you. Oh, my God. Actually, we're going to go for a little bit longer here. That's fine. So. I got time. Some of my favorite times in Austin where there's, like, a block of bars that are all, like, gay bars or LGBT friendly or whatever. And um, I was talking to this bartender at a sushi spot. And we were talking about something. And, you know, she probably threw this out there to know, like, hey, we're not fucking. But, like, one of those, like. You can stop with like the thing. It was. It's like when a girl tells you like, "Oh, me and my boyfriend were doing that." It's like inorganic, but it's to let you know like, "Hey, we're not smashing." She was telling me about a girl she was seeing at uh, at one of the bars over there, and I was like, "So where's like a cool spot to hang out around here, like outside of this place?" Because I'm trying to like hop around for a while, and she points me to that whole block, and I was like, "Oh shit!" There's those like all the cool like with the rainbow flags and stuff, and she's like, "Yeah, there's even a drag show going on at one of them." And I was like, a drag show? Are you for real? Like, drag race? Like, RuPaul's Drag Race shit? And I I went into... We started talking about that for a while. And I was, like, super excited. Um, (laughs) And and, uh, so I... I had to make the decision. It's like 7.20 at that time. The drag show was at 8. And my phone was down to, like, 25%. And I knew that if I had stayed for the drag show, I was going to stay out drinking and, like, you know... I was going to take one to level 10 drunk and that was not going to be the right move to do. So unfortunately I didn't stay for the drag show. I finished my dinner, my last drink. And then I, I caught an Uber back to the hotel and like charged up for a while. And then I went back out later that night, but you know, little shit like that. I, even though I was by myself, I was pretty kind of responsible with what I was doing. Um, But one of the main takeaways from the entire trip was that like, I'm very happy, like, with my life. Like, coming home, when you're away from everything that you have, including your car, your fucking, the crib, your coffee maker, when you're away from all that stuff, like, you miss material things, but you also miss the feeling of, like, the people that you're around. Like, all the people that you, that love you and you love, and, like, there's, like, a safety in, like, your your nest of people that are maybe they're sprawled out throughout the city, but they're here and they're, they're all like together, you know, when you're away from all of that, you get to assess all of that and take like an inventory on your life. And you're just like excited to come back home a little bit. Like by, by day four, I think this is just how I am like a four or five day max kind of guy. But like, I start to miss home and I want to come home. Um, I was very excited to come home and I was very like, I, I was like, I love everything about my life. And I, I live like 
like I live the fuck out of this life. And I saw so many people on my trip that just don't like they're, they're, you know, whatever their deal is, whatever, be it personality, upbringing, I don't know. But there was a stark contrast. One day I was sitting at this place, this really cool outdoor bar, and I was having like a salad and a glass of wine, like a real fancy fuck, you know. And uh, I'm talking to one bartender, nice enough guy, cool, cool kid. He had only been there for like a month or whatever. Kind of a stale personality, though. And uh, I'm I'm like aligning myself with him because it's like if someone's talking quiet, you're not going to talk like loud. It would just be weird. So like I, I sort of met where he was. We sort of met in the middle. And then another dude came in uh, who was like shadowing him or whatever. And he had a really good energy about him, like a very soulful energy. And me and him started vibing even more. And then like then I started getting excited. We were talking about video games and shit. And it was like, dude, this guy I see me in this guy. I don't see me in this guy over here. And that guy over there, live your life, do your thing. But we only get one shot at this. So, like, me and this dude over here are having fun the whole fucking time. And, like, man, dude, it's just, it felt really good to reassess everything. And, like, yeah, dude, I love what the fuck I got going on right now. Yeah, I have my problems every once in a while. You got your problem with your fucking busted knee and shit. It sucks right now, but it's... Overall, when you take an inventory of everything that you have going on, I think you'll be really happy with yourself. I think I feel the same way. I think, um, I don't know who it was that brought it up. I think it might have been Andrew Schultz on mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's podcast about, yeah. or maybe it was Ch- Chappelle. I don't know. But someone said that when coronavirus hit and like everyone was locked down, people had mm-hmm. a lot of time to think about their decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, Am I happy with the choices I've made? Am I happy with the person I'm with? Am I happy with where I'm living right now? Mm-hmm. And I think when that when that happened, I was very happy with the person that I'm with and mm-hmm. where I'm living. And I wouldn't mind being locked down with Slinky for the rest of my life. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I mean, I am very happy with what I have in life. Mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, I'm just like a very naturally unhappy person. You see a and little I, pessimistic I need to sometimes. like change that because you know I need to live life. Maybe I do need to go like take a vacation real quick and mm-hmm. just you know change your know. gears up a little yeah. bit. That's that's kind of what it was. I I think you know for everyone last year was so fucking crazy and and probably very stale at times and dull at times and a lot of people lost a lot of shit and you know a lot of people better their lives whatever, mm-hmm. but taking a step out of it, it was seriously like, without realizing it, I felt so suffocated for a year. And like, not what was me, everybody did. I'm just like, just speaking in general terms here. But like, that's how I felt. And I didn't realize it until I was fucking out of it. And then when I was out, like I said, you 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 see everything that you have, you're like, yeah, man, that last year was crazy. But I'm still like, alive. You know, I still have a life. All of my arms work my dick still works i have a lot of shit to be thankful for um so yeah dude it's 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 a good reassessment i know we wanted to do like a covid breakdown i don't necessarily know we need to spend a whole episode talking about like the year i think we kind of wrapped up everything in just this next or these last few minutes here but but yeah dude life's good it can suck sometimes but for the most part life is pretty fucking awesome also i think i've just been doing the same shit over and over again which is insanity i keep taking Mm. these jobs that just aren't working yeah and you know 
I feel like I'm pretty good at serving because I'm a people person, mm-hmm. but I don't want to serve for the rest of my life. Yeah. I also don't want to be the type of dude who's like, I've spent 17 years in this warehouse. Yeah. I think it's time to make like a really drastic change yeah. and to like jump and mm-hmm. like do something that is different mm-hmm. and that I might not have been expecting or planning for, but I don't know. I feel like being a bartender, not a bartender, a barber. Mm hmm. Um, I'd be able to express creativity and I'd be able to, you know, be myself and not have to worry about, you know, wearing a certain uniform or mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like the, the, the right thing to do. I, th- I completely agree with you. I could see ever since, you know, you, maybe you weren't making music and I know you express yourself musically all the time here. I like, I see you post videos and stuff where you're just playing a song and stuff. So you always have that, but. Um, like your creativity fire was like dwindling to a point where like they set your shit on simmer, bro. Like they cranked you down to a two with like all these jobs and it's just like soul crushing, killing jobs and something like going into that field of just like, uh, the, the barber life, the stylist life, there's like an artistry to it that is creative and you can like turn that fire back up a little bit and you'll be happy with what you do. I dude. My, my cousin, man, he fucking, he's really good at what he does, and he's a barber, and, like, that dude is positive than a motherfucker all the time. It's just because, like, you're taking somebody who probably looked in the mirror that day and didn't really feel that good about themselves for whatever reason, and then, like, you get to change their day and how they stand a little taller, you know, stand a little straighter, and then that bounces back to you. And getting to do that all the time... Bro, you getting to service dudes all day? <laughs> yeah, dude, I love servicing my boys, son. <laughs> Nothing gets my dick harder than knowing my friends are servicing dudes all day. Let me just say that. I also think that Slinky <laughs> knows me better than I know myself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, she she's told me very that, perceptive. For she sure. told me that she had told you that in these types of jobs, I don't get to be an individual. And mm. that, like, kills me. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think this is just the the right decision. And I don't think I've been living my life to the fullest because I just like I get so down on myself that I just kind of mm-hmm. just shut down. Yeah. And like it, it I, we went over it, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago or whenever this falls into the thing. But it was really hard to sort of get out of that rollover depression that I feel like mm. we all and I'm sure millions of people experienced earlier this year of like carrying over last year into this year and it being cold as fuck in winter and all that kind of shit like you get to a point where you're like almost at the crest of the hill and then it's going to be like good again. And then you just get there and you almost like roll back. And I, I could see like that happening with you and with me and like, like we would get to this point and then like just sort of like roll back in. And it's like, you're, you're almost there. You're almost at that point where it's like, everything is going to be good. That crest of the hill for you right now is is i'm making the decision to go to barber school and that's awesome man it's gonna be great because now your life is gonna be dope as fuck and and you're gonna you've decided i'm not gonna be a cog in this machine at this company that doesn't give a fuck about me i'm gonna be my own person and i'm gonna do cool stuff for people and i'm gonna be my own boss man that's a freedom that so many people don't have and you're going to be able to have that like that's the shit that's something really to look forward to yeah hopefully yeah hopefully you won't be such a sad piece of shit anymore yeah man well it's got real uh dicks farts buttholes uh <laughs> good night y'all <laughs> bye